0: Is
1: the under center podcast hello and welcome to the under center podcast i'm your host dara mar and this is our post post nfl season show uh i am delighted to be joined by reem and Fionn Malloy, uh, lads
0: how are we Good, suffering from uh, some technical issues today, so I'm recording from a bunker deep inside a mountain somewhere, there seems to be no light in it at all, except what's behind my head. So I'm sure the viewers will be very disappointed that I'm not in crispy 4K HD like I usually am, but there you go, one
2: week off won't kill them. Yep, for me, I'm buzzing with myself because I got my first haircut today in eight months, so uh, the mop is gone, uh, and I'm feeling good. I thought you butchered. were looking quite fresh there today. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Butchered. Just yeah. done Absolutely today.
1: Yeah. Fair play, fair play. And, and look, Fionn, they're not here for, for your voice. Or they are here for your voice. They're not here for your looks.
0: Exactly. So, My lyrical golden tones. That's it. That's it.
1: Um, just you talking about sphincters for about an hour, I think that is <laughs> yeah. worthy of a podcast all by itself. Um, but we are in this post-NFL uh, show. It's kind of like, what do we do now? You know? getting together a running order for this show I I felt like you know uh, Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction where he just goes into the bathroom he just looks nothing that that was turned into a meme that's just how I feel right now this NFL season because I'm looking either side I'm seeing another Summer of Aaron Rodgers, will he won't he stay? Shite that I don't, I'm not interested at all in anymore. And then it's all the other side of Daniel Jones wants crazy money. Lamar Jackson, will you sign a contract? Who's going to go? Who's going to stay? Some interesting stuff. But then the thing to focus on, probably in the middle that we should be focusing on, is the Irish American football season that starts, was it one week, one week on Sunday? It starts on the 5th of March. And uh, lads, yep. of course, actually, three pires here right now. 12th of March is our first game, and home to the Wexford Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are around the Sanctuary area on that day, come down for 1 o'clock for the kickoff, because I'm sure it'll be a great game. Um, but how buzzing are you for this?
0: Feels like a long, long time, moving. doesn't it? Feels like a long time since we played our last game. We did have some troubles finishing out the year last year, so... It probably has been a long time since we played our last game. It's going to be an interesting test. The Eagles, like correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't exist last year, but they have existed in the past. So it's going to they be did interesting. They did start the year last year. They didn't finish it. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how many veterans come down. I think with Division Two, the league, I think rightly in the end left it at where it was as this kind of development pool of teams where there is going to be a little bit of inconsistencies as teams try to grow themselves, make sure they get a pool of players and a pool of talent before they move up to division one. So I think it's going to be interesting. It might be a little jagged this year. There might be teams dropping in and out and and games gone missing here and there, but look, we can only play who's in front of us. We feel really confident that we can not only finish out the season this year, but play really well and compete at the top end of the league for whatever it's worth, uh, and we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I think I think the Wexford Eagles is going to be an interesting starting game because we haven't seen much of them. They haven't seen much of us. And it's going to be interesting to see who comes in prepared and who's got a system that works for the team that they have.
2: Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, I like the way that the, the, the league-wide narrative at the minute is that people are gaining in numbers and we've had that issue. A lot of teams, us personally in the Pirates, we had the issue at the end of last season where we were dropping out games because we didn't have enough players. And it seems like a lot of the division two teams now are looking very strong numbers wise. So that's always a good thing for the sport, uh, particularly division two being a developmental league. Uh, And as Fionn said, yeah, it's going to be a fascinating game. That first one for us versus those Wexford Eagles Um, You know, they they started the season last year, didn't finish, same as ourselves, but they have brought back Coach Clatt, and you know that that's going to be a well-run, disciplined football team to play against. So, it's just a case of, can our boys outshine their boys? And I think we have a chance. It's the first
0: team the Pirates ever played against, by the way. Our first game ever in existence was against these Wexford Eagles. That's perfect Forward pass touchdown.
3: yeah. Yeah. Jake, welcome to the chat. How are you? Oh, good. Yeah, thanks for having me on. L- joining late as usual. I was out for some dinner. Had a couple of sackys, so I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty. Good. <laughs> oh, are, you little, are you feeling a little loose-tongued? Is I'm feeling jovial. Let's just say jovial. <laughs> I haven't had that much saki, but yeah, jovial enough. Uh, will you be there for the game on
1: the 12th of March? Will you be watching from the sidelines? Uh, where is it? Is it home?
0: Yeah, it's, yeah it's in the Trinity Sports Grounds in Santry. I'll give it a try. I definitely need to make
3: it down for some of the games, but yeah, I'll give it a try. There you go. Uh, you how are we looking right here? Yeah, I heard. I believe yeah. he's got some good numbers, though.
1: Yeah, now we lost. We lost a Jake and you, but we gained two Jakes. So, oh. yeah. Who's you the know. other
3: two Jakes? Are they better than me? Reasonably ah.
1: sized Jake. <laughs> Reasonably Jake. sized Jake and big
2: Jake. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Some pretty good nicknames there. <laughs> and if I came back, where would I range in the...
2: The smallest of all, um, yeah. Mid-size, oh, okay. what
3: would we say? I don't Go know. You haven't seen res- yeah, me in person and... in a while, so I don't Mid- know. <laughs> mid-size sedan. <laughs> I've, been, I've been eating well and drinking well um, and not running, so maybe I would fit oh. in at the upper end of that scale.
1: So retirement has suited you well.
3: Maybe a bit too well. Maybe a bit too well. I, <laughs> I picked up golf, but at the same time, picked up getting in buggies for golf. So, mm.
0: And a few 19th holes being hit.
3: Of course, yeah. It wouldn't be golf without hitting the 19th hole. Sometimes I skip the first 18
1: as well. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> 19th out to hole a lot of practice. It needs a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, that's what we kind of miss over here. Um, play golf you know you get a cart and everything that's fine but over in America like they have like you know cart specific buggies going around just for just for drinks that's what we need over here I think
0: yeah usually I driven by-, by Tony Romo
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a new golf bag that has a little cooler sleeve in it so at some mm. point during the summer I'm going to plan to bring a few bevies out on the old I'll have to get someone else to drive though I need someone more responsible than I to, to come with me <laughs> Well, that's it. I think if you can... You can get it, Desi. No problem. I'm I don't sure even can, know, to be you? honest, because if I started drinking while playing golf, like, my golf game's not good now, so I can't imagine <laughs> I'm how sure it's it would like snooker.
0: <laughs> it's like pool. Everyone gets better at yeah. pool. It's like, the arc is like this. It gets better, and then it drops off. It's like Russell Wilson bringing it back to American
3: football. Ooh. Oh, we must talk American football, actually. Did, did you see, actually... Well,
1: I don't know if you did, but um the uh, Seahawks rookie cornerback, Tariq Woolen did a, a podcast there last week and they asked him about, oh, when you came up with the first game against Russ, what did you think? And he was like, oh, he's a little short-arse. He looks like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I was like, that guy showed no fear. He's like, did Russ look shook to you? I was like, yeah, Russ was definitely shook for sure. It's just like, there's, 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 no, there's no fear in those Seahawks about going after Russ at this stage now that he's gone. Oh,
3: it's
0: all more close time. and personal. For the last two seasons, they know he's not got uh, any arm left.
3: Well, how, how tall is he? 5'10 or something? Is he one of yeah. the smaller quarterbacks?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, officially, I like according to the league. It's the same as Drew Brees. Drew Brees put himself down as 5'11. There's no way that man was 5'11. He was 5'7 at best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A quarterback that was be they doing... than me. Aren't they doing that with Bryce Young in the draft this year? They're saying like he's 5'10, 5'11, but everyone is saying he's like he's max 5'8, but he's
3: refusing like official measurements or something. Yeah.
2: But they're allowed like, to put down it. whatever they want as long as it's within reason. Like you, you write your own <laughs> bio for the NFL. So you could be like, oh, yeah, I'm 160 pounds and you're actually a 400 pound lineman. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I say every morning to myself there. I am. I am
0: only 12 stone. Yes, even as the number nice. keeps going up and up and up on the scales, yeah, yeah. I'm still, I am E or or what does that mean? <laughs>
3: Why does it read out my phone number? Choose your own that, way, that means you've won
1: the game of the way in scales. <laughs> Boom, completed it, mate. But, um, we didn't get to talk super bowl. Did, did you guys enjoy it? Did we win yeah. any money on it?
0: Yeah, I actually uh, did, and I I won it on the last second bet that we did. I had sixteen cent left in the account, so I threw <laughs> it on uh, any time touchdown score, and I picked the Kansas City Chiefs defense. So I'm up about a euro <laughs> on my no, on my nine to one bet, and then we missed out on the two account accumulators that we uh, that we chatted about on the show. I missed out by one, so two free bets to unload on something. I'll probably wait maybe for the Formula One or until the F- NFL starts back again or something to, to unload that.
3: Yeah, I won yep. for, for once in my probably 10 years of betting on the NFL on the Gatorade color this time. Purple. Well, to be fair, Leanne picked the purple, but I, I, it was on my account, so I'm taking it. <laughs> You're taking the win
2: on that. Yeah. For yep, me, a, as as for, uh, we, we all knew that I had zero euro in my Paddy Power account leading up to the Super Bowl, but I got a five euro free bet won 36 euro on it and i managed to turn that 36 euro into 30 euro over the super bowl so yeah <laughs> Wait, I lost. you lost six euro okay <laughs> yeah i lost six euro <laughs> can we well no you
1: still gain 30 euro exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. overall it was a, a good day
0: yeah. Can we also talk about everybody whinging about the end of the Super Bowl? I mean, oh, should we so should we just narrative.
1: not should we just not
0: play the rest of the Super Bowl and just leave it to the two minute and just say doesn't matter what the score is, we're going to tie it up because that's what everyone was whinging about when it really comes down yeah. to it. Whether was that a holding or was it not a holding? It was. You just wanted the game to be tied to go into the last couple of minutes or at least within reach of both teams. If it was the other way around and the Kansas City Chiefs had to score a touchdown and that flag wasn't thrown, we'd be having the exact same conversation. I just don't understand it. I yeah. would much prefer if they let him play during the game, and as it comes to the last two minutes, that's when it has to be tightened up. And maybe you can argue, okay, that has to be spelt out to the players in advance so everyone knows how it's going to be refed. But, I mean, common sense would tell you, like, don't grab him. And they're all like, oh, yeah, the refs, the refs spoiled that game. No, they didn't. Bradbury's defense Bradbury <laughs> spoiled that game when he grabbed them because he grabbed them twice. He did Apparently, them down.
3: I read that the, he, he had grabbed them a couple of times during that game, and the ref had actually warned him, saying, like, listen, we're watching out for this now. Like yeah. they obviously yeah. they all do it, like they all there's always a jersey pull somewhere. Just whatever. And
0: I do I do understand. Look, everyone wants a big grandstand finish. It's very exciting. And nine times out of ten in the NFL during the regular season. Uh, the NFL is very good for that. It does come down to the last two-minute drive. Usually whoever has the ball at the end has a chance to go and win the game. But I just to blame it on the refs, it's just a lot. Like, Do you know what I mean? Give them a break. They got bashed. I know it's a tough job. We have to do it in the Irish League. The players have to volunteer as referees. It's definitely not as easy as it looks. We don't get trained to the level that they're trained at. Sure, you could ask a bit more of them. But at the end of the day, the rules are the rules. It's not. You, we can't just go no holds barred in the last two minutes to make the game as exciting as possible. I mean, hell, look at the look at the time. Was it the the Saints got done, and uh, on that uh, was it the Saints against the Rams? Oh, Saints Rams round, and the Saints Rams, and he something? got absolutely cleaned out, and that wasn't called, and everyone was up in arms about that as well. So, look, I don't think there's any winning with NFL fans. I think they're always going to be complaining as long as the. As long as the game doesn't go to that last two minutes, as it's kind of like, I mean, that's sealed. just sports,
3: though, in general. That's just like
0: sports, yeah, that's just so, sports. I'm kind of sick of it, you know what I mean? That's my little gripe about the Super Bowl because it was a great game. Other than that,
3: yeah, I really fucking enjoyed that game. But did you just go out for it? Did you ever watch it at home?
0: I had to watch no, it the next I was not day.
3: Home. Oh, sick,
2: yeah. <laughs> Went to yeah, McGowan's, well, though. Was
3: good. It was actually good. It was a good. good. No, actually, it was good. Like there was, it wasn't squashed in like I have been before in other places. Plenty of room for standing, but we had a table. It was dead handy.
0: Dara added an extra or to the e or, or message when he uh, the amount of uh, tacos and stuff he was eating while he was watching it.
1: <laughs> actually, didn't have that many in the end.
0: Yeah, what's not Thank that you. many, Dara? Only the twenty, was it? <laughs> no, I couldn't eat the full twenty. <laughs> no, had to switch to the soft shells. I had easier. to be
1: fair. I had I had Keith over with me, and obviously we all oh, know yeah. Keith is okay. a big lineman yeah. as well. So we had plenty of food there. So <laughs> you know, look, listen, you'd be very thankful. i really actually be very thankful that we actually uh, ate a lot there, so we'd be able to be bigger to protect you this year.
2: That's exactly and right, Fionn. Yeah. You'll be thankful. The too, bigger Keith I'm gets, bigger, so the yeah. bigger Keith gets, the happier I am. There you go. There you go. And
1: also, while I'm bigger as well, Fionn, that means you won't have to do so much running if I'm getting at that quarterback.
0: Yeah, but careful, Dara, there's a there's a, a relationship there where you might get too big, you won't be getting after anybody. You'll be standing there in <laughs> the mud, up to your knees. This
2: goes back to the, the golf there... curve, doesn't it? Though? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it there... yeah, falls off that cliff pretty quick <laughs> after you get to a certain point. <laughs> uh, the fields we play on in Ireland, there'll be out there standing on the halfway line. Like, lads, I think there's a bit of quicksand going on here. Like, no, Dara, it's just gravity, buddy.
1: I do that <laughs> anyway, training. You know that. Yeah, I've Who, noticed that the
0: warm up's all right? I've yeah, never who's, seen someone have to run through sand while we're on a grass pitch, but anyway.
1: Look, listen, that's the worst time of my week. Every week is that warm-up. Worst I mean, time in fairness to a, you, a, I was thankful for the new warm-up that we did this week. It wasn't as bad.
0: In fairness to you, at least, at least you've made an effort now to show up for them. You used to just kind of fob them <laughs> off and say, oh, sorry, lads, I've got delayed leaving the house there exactly perfectly 15 minutes, so I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm good to go now, though. Now, once we've done the static stretches,
1: well, if you now, I can let you know because uh, I actually show for trading on time now. I was in my car just waiting anyway, yeah. So I mean, me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: binoculars looking like okay, that's the yeah. second lap gone, right? Time to get out, warm that's, up. Yeah, they're doing
1: stretches. I'll just, ah, oh, will I wait till after dynamics? Yeah, oh, let's same see. Same man,
0: same man who hobbles off. Then I was like, I don't understand why my calves keep pulling. <laughs>
1: That goes back to the previous thing about all the eating, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a vicious cycle <laughs> there. It's a vicious cycle. I love that I'm just being fat shame right now on my own show, by <laughs> right now. Someone I is know. meant to be my teammate. <sighs> oh, my. But actually, I, before we move on from the Super Bowl, I know we're getting on to local stuff, we do have to call out someone. We do. Our people, I should say. Uh, that well, is maybe... a certain podcast that said that we were crazy for picking the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, And that's the talking <laughs> balls podcast. You guys all picked the jerk, Eagles like... and I had a look and you had like Miles Sanders. Uh, one of you has had Miles Sanders as your MVP. And the chap in the end, like only had like four carries. He was one of the reasons why I won no money on that thing as well. Cause I thought he was going to get more carries in the, in the game too. But yeah, we picked the Chiefs because we thought they would win and they won. So I think now lads, I, I, I I think I'll we'll have to speak to you off air to see if you're in favour of this. But I think we should get a public apology absolutely. for um, for them criticising our picks. We want their and restitution.
2: In, in under centre tradition, they owe us a pitcher. They owe us a pitcher. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. When they
0: come yeah. down down this neck of the woods, they owe us a pitcher for sure.
2: Actually,
1: I think five pitchers, because um, Adam's not getting one because he picked the Eagles anyway. So he's wrong. So he has to live with True. that. And, yeah, and so. if you
0: share a picture with Jake, it's really only about a shot glass of beer <laughs> yeah, <out>. you get now. You only get a little bit yeah. out of that one. It yeah, yeah.
3: One. <laughs> I've got a lot of skills, and one of them is drinking a pitcher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you're right, though, about that Arena. has to be a pitcher, I think, for sure. Pitchers. Pitchers.
0: Jeez, lads, I'm not going to sure. know what to do with all my pictures. I have two <laughs> from Jake. I actually still owe three. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's alright Jake I haven't given you your wedding present yet either and when did you you're probably we'll call about... it quits then you're probably 10 year anniversary coming up now anytime soon okay? uh, I think we're 8 months in no
3: not 8 probably we're 6 six months in or 7 months in
0: so okay, still grand, got I'm, time still I'm, got I'm time. not too late then okay you I have, have to get it in after the, the year the one
3: year anniversary yeah,
0: yeah I, I gotta get it in before then
3: <laughs> is, there is there a statue in wedding present is, is, is
2: there
3: yeah. <laughs> huh? no statue I'll take gifts at any time of the week <laughs> 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 um, but
1: what are we thinking about this offseason? I mentioned Aaron Rodgers that now he was going. Now they want to keep him. And now he's, is he still on that darkness retreat or something like that at the moment as well?
0: Uh, he should be like, coming out of that anytime soon. Uh,
1: w- w- are, are we arsed anymore?
3: No. I don't <laughs> I'm just think I'm sick we ever heard about it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'm but just, just thinking of now, hearing about him.
1: Is it now Derek Carr has taken all the thing?
3: Oh,
2: like,
1: how, how salty would you be if you're the Saints, where you bring him in for, for a tour around the facility? I'm guessing you talked contract. And he says, he says, some don't give up a draft pick. Let them release me and I'll come to you. And yeah. now it looks like he's going off to the Jets.
0: How could you look? <laughs> that would be the classic Jets move. How, like, <laughs> how could you look at all the quarterbacks that might be available? And pick Derek Carr and say he's the man who, despite what he's proven for the last eight years, is definitely going to take us to the next level. Are you joking? The man, like, eh, Does anyone look at records or history or any, Like, I don't well, understand the hype. To be fair, go, you're um, talking about
1: going from Zach Wilson. The,
0: yeah. The Jets. Level, no, you're your talking going about going from the Mike hurt. the legend, White, who was a <laughs> top notch quarterback who got cut down in his prime because the O line is absolutely dreadful.
3: But seeing all the reports of the Jets being like, oh, we love Derek Carr, this and that. Yeah, no contract offer. They're still waiting to see what Aaron Rodgers does when of he comes out Of course they cave. are, and I don't blame
0: him. <laughs> and you know what? That's the opposite. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, he's the stupid one. Uh, the only thing you could maybe convince him is the old, uh, like the media money and the sponsorship deals about being well, in they, New York. But...
1: They hired his mate as well. Nathaniel Hackett's I... their new O.C. Yeah, but sure, oh, yeah. Everyone,
0: like, everyone's connected to everyone in the NFL. If you look in deep enough, I'd say half the NFL roster has someone that you could argue was... Well, I know Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a lot of mates around the league, but you know what I mean? That has some sort of connection to Aaron Rodgers.
2: Just, just on the whole Derek Carr thing, do, do none of you think like, he might be in there as a kind of bridging situation if he goes to the Jets? Like, I think he'd be the guy to take them to the next level, i.e. playoffs. Never going to win a Super Bowl. But while they have him there, they can draft his replacement and then they're in a position to actually compete.
0: I think that's fair. But I think he's delu- like, my impression is that he's deluded about the talent level and the expectations. So uh, is now, he coming in and taking bridging quarterback money? I don't know. Come and that's here. where I feel it. it's not. Of course, he can throw the ball. Like if your options are like literally Sam Darnold or some other lad, you might as well have him in. I agree. But like. Don't hate
2: those last five games were elite
0: yeah they were because everyone else in the league had given up at that point
3: (laughs) yeah like I mean you can't argue with this fella he's not deluded he knows his skill set he's probably one of the I don't know 60 people today that could play in the NFL as a quarterback and he's going to be in the top I don't know at least 15th probably like he's that average but he's going to get money somewhere. And you can't argue that that's not the right thing for him to do.
0: No, no, it's the yeah, right I thing for to... him to do, but I, I just don't know why anyone would like, what are you looking at that resume? Even if you're going like rain said, well, look, we'll get him in very capable veteran quarterback. He'll hold us over until we get the quarterback that we want in the draft, either this year or next year. Well, how much are you going to have to pay for that? What could you get with that money is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think at this point, Daryl, talk about Washington, the commanders and, foreshadow my my washington commanders episode that's who had who only had 22 minutes of the podcast for this it's about as late as uh, <laughs> as my wedding present for jake but anyway we won't mention that but i think you, you there's value in seeing what you have i think you, you need to look at some of the younger players i think invest in a lot of money in a temporary fix and i don't know if anyone considers Carr as anything more than a temporary fix Just seems like such a waste of money. Like we're marred in mediocrity, but I'd rather take chances. There's been more hits on these guys that are drafted way down in the in the draft than there are these like top level quarterbacks. Look at Russell Wilson; he might have crippled the Broncos now for the next five seasons, all because he hasn't shown and hasn't rebounded the way that he wants to. And I'm just, I think a lot of teams I don't understand where the logic is if you're going to be mediocre at least take a chance. You might get a Patrick Mahomes where he said, oh, okay, he wasn't in, wasn't enough to be the starter, couldn't beat out Alex Smith. But when he got his chance, by God, did he take it. You know what I mean? And you see a lot of that around it. But Tony Romo was the same guy. Tom Brady was the same guy. You're not going to get a Tom Brady, but you never know what you have until you try it. And I think at a cheap young quarterback is way better than a guaranteed bang average go nowhere quarterback like Derek Carr.
2: I think that a lot of guys around the league see Derek Carr as an elite quarterback, like top yeah. 10, because of the stats that he puts up. Like how many years in a row has he had 4,000 yard seasons? Mm. And, like that's nothing to be sniffed at as a quarterback, but at the same time, he's doing it in a team that is perennially bang average, which mm-hmm. is not a good thing. He needs to be able to elevate that team. Uh, but a lot of head coaches and offense coordinators these days, just look at the stats and the metrics and Derek Carr fits those. He's a decent sized guy. He can get out of the pocket when he needs to. And he has all of those passing yards under his name. So maybe people are taking a look at him and going, this guy could be our guy. Maybe the Raiders were doing it wrong, but it never works out as a guy speaking from experience, Carolina Panthers, they've taken chance after chance after chance on uh second chancer quarterbacks and it just hasn't panned out at all and I don't think it will with Derek Carr regardless of where he goes.
0: And the Raiders had a top had the top running back in the league this year and one of the top wide receivers in Devontae Adams. And he still couldn't get the job done.
3: And it was his best friend too from college.
0: And it was his best buddy yeah. and they had a good connection. You can't deny it, he got good yards, he got They got good production out of him. He fitted in straight away. Josh Jacobs exploded. He had a great season, a lot of yards. So they had that ground game, which inherently makes the air game better. And he still couldn't get the job done. That's what makes me nervous about even rain. As you said, I think I absolutely agree with you. I think a lot of people around the league see him as an elite quarterback, Uh, but I don't, I don't see it. I don't see where the value is. And I, I wonder what kind of money he's going to command and how that can impact a team because We've just had a very recent warning, like I said, with the Denver Broncos. They're cash-strapped now because even with their mega-owner, they're going to be weighed down by this contract to Russell Wilson for the next five years because he's not going to let them out of it.
1: Here's one, though. What if Carr does go to New York but not to the Jets? Because Daniel perfect. Jones wants 45. That is Daniel the Jones perfect
0: wants- place. For him, he wants five million dollars
1: a year.
3: Pay That's to it's too much for Daniel Jones. Jake
1: Payton, yeah. the Giants aren't going to pay That's that too so much for Daniel
3: Jones. How like, much
0: do you think Derek Carr is going to ask for? That's what I'm saying.
3: They're not going to give Derek Carr 45 million either. <laughs> not the Giants <laughs> aren't, they have the money to do it. Like when they want to pay other players and get the free agents in, they're not going to settle with Derek Carr. Like, is he is Tarod Ter- Taylor that much worse than Derek Carr? Like, yeah, but he's so much cheaper. <laughs> um. Well, I don't I, see him going to the case, Giants. Is it a case of the Giants now
1: are going to have to choose who the franchise tag, Saquon or, or Jones now this year? That's the big
3: problem that they have is because... I think that's like the, players, the players both have the leverage because they know that they, they can only franchise tag one of them. They want to franchise tag Saquon, but they also want to keep Daniel Jones. So if Jones doesn't sign the long-term deal, then
0: they have to would franchise you not, tag him. Would you not, if you were the Giants... Just say, Saquon Barkley, generational talent at running back. Came back from injury this year, looked really good again. Just say, here, there's your money. Daniel Jones, shut up. There's your franchise tag. Go away with your 45 million. You probably have to <laughs> franchise tag him three times before you actually have to pay him. The franchise tag for a quarterback
3: million. this year is 30 million or something like that. you know what that, I mean? So
0: franchise tag huge. him tw- two but years ago. The problem is, row. like say,
3: I, I think they... They want Saquon onto something like 14. He doesn't care about being the highest paid running back, but they don't want to pay him that. But like, if, That's they're, willing accept, if they're willing to accept two, 12 million, like what? two, two is nothing in the cap. Yeah. Like,
0: Pay just him. give him the money. Yeah, like, Pay yeah. him. Franchise tag Jones. I think Jones is, for you guys, he's not at the moment rate limiting for you guys. I think the wide receiver core is what's limiting him at the moment. There's a lot he's, of problems on the Giants. He's dangerous if, with his if, legs. <laughs> that alone is enough to win you a couple of games that you probably shouldn't just franchise tag him, pay him the cheap money even though it's probably 30 million even for Jones is probably a lot but I think that's I mean?
3: kind of all right I think I mean 30 yeah, million and, is probably yeah. okay the only problem with it is it becomes it's fully true. guaranteed if it's uh, if a franchise tag and that means that's, I 30, would take that like, against
0: the gap. he hasn't been injury prone I would take that he's still a young guy it's not like uh, he's not like you're doing it for Rodgers or something but I would yeah that's what and I'd be like Go away with your le. You don't have any leverage anymore. And I'm telling you now, we'll franchise you again next year if you start asking for stupid money. So get a deal done. We'll pay you 30. We'll do the newfangled thing of guaranteeing like three quarters of the contract or all the contract if you give us a reasonable number. And just get it done. Saquon shouldn't be a debate. If Saquon only only wants 14 million, done. Forget about not even negotiating. There you go. How many years you want? Done. Signs. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'm sure it comes down to guarantees, though. It's not going to yeah, be give guarantee at all.
0: I'd be I okay with giving Daniel Johnson back.
1: No, no, you can't guarantee. Yeah, but I, all.
0: I just see Saquon coming back from that horrendous injury that he had, and he played very well. And I, even but if he gets Fion- like
1: he said, like McCaffrey, you just even it. if
0: he's only available half the time, he's probably still worth 14 million a year, even if he only plays was- half a year for you.
1: Yeah, but when you just said it there. He came back from a catastrophic injury, so that means that's in his recent history, which means you can't it? really you can't give him you can't give him a guarantee for that because there's a ah. chance he'll do it again. I had a quick look at the franchise num- tag number, so you're right, thirty-two million it would be to franchise tag Jones this year. Well, So for Jones, the back, so the, right? Uh, it's ten for the running back this year, so that's a four million dollar difference in terms of what Saquon's looking for. They're meet in the middle, twelve, or even go up to thirteen, and and give him a signing bonus or something like that to, to keep him happy or something. But um, $32 million for the for the franchise tag for the quarterback is definitely one for Jones. But maybe also for Lamar that they're going to have to do oh, because 100%. they can't seem to get a contract with him. But I don't think they want to franchise tag Lamar because they've got mean, Todd Lamar Munkin play in the though. Lamar probably won't play, but also because they changed their O.C. Um, It's now Todd Munkin who was there at Georgia State whose, you know, offense style is more of a passing offense and it's not going to work with Saquon. I was going to say Saquon. With Lamar. So could they be making moves now to move off from Lamar?
3: I don't don't think they just franchise tag him. Or maybe it's a tag and trade scenario or something like that. I think they'll tag him and I think he'll play. I don't think he'll play under a tag. Sure, he was getting injured towards the end of the season last last time when it was coming. Apparently, he wasn't getting a contract. He wasn't playing as many he games. He didn't play play for most of the second
1: half of the season. Yeah, yeah.
2: <sighs> I don't know. My thing would be I... though: is Daniel Jones even worth a franchise tag at all? Like, what, what, what? benefit does he bring to the team if the team is not in a position to succeed like sure they made the playoffs this year but they were definitely one of the worst teams in the playoffs i mean what's the point of keeping them around go take a punt on a quarterback somewhere in the draft second round third round i mean hendon hooker is probably going to be available in the second go get him he's probably as good an option as daniel jones and if he's not Who cares? You're going to get a high draft pick next year and you can start that rebuilding phase because the future is not Daniel Jones. I I don't know if it's not not, but yeah, I, I can see your point.
0: I think that's the only way the league's going to get away from just not resetting the quarterback market every time a quarterback signs a new contract. Like They're just going to have to go and say, at this point, lads, you're pricing yourselves out of your own market. There's going to be four guys that are allowed to do that. Everyone else, we're going to be like, No, we'll just take it. We'll just take a chance on the kid. They're coming out more and more and more pro ready. We're expected to play them anyway if we have to draft them. So, why wouldn't we pay a kid a million to flop to get a good one until we hit? Just keep going. We'll just keep being bad until we hit on it's only so long you could be but you could be bad
3: at the nfl though like you lose money owners don't want to lose money at that that amount of time you're losing get many games you're going to start less and less having your season tickets and your stadium full and stuff like that i don't think it's only so long you could be bad purposely be bad
0: but that's i think the league props you up look at look at washington they're mediocre for years and they might sell for five billion dollars. So, like, do you know what I mean? The owner's not going to care because once it starts costing him money, he'll just sell it, and some next guy will come in, and he'll have great ideas, and he'll be willing to put up with it for five years at the hopes that one of those cards that flips over is blackjack, and off he goes.
1: I don't know. Well, not, don't while know. we're on, while we're on, while we're on the commanders, Eric, the enemy. You happy yeah. with that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think. Uh, I don't actually know a lot about him because there's a lot of smoke and mirrors about who was the actual creative mastermind in the Chiefs. Was it him or was it um, Andy Reid and h- how much input he had. But I think it's a good call. I think it's a very good sign that a lot of people are looking for him uh, as a head coach. So to get him, I think that's a, a good sign. I like that he left the Chiefs. So clearly he has a plan. He is enticed by what he has available to him at the commanders. I think if I'm Ron Rivera as well, I'm sweating a little bit because I saw as well as not just offensive coordinators, also assistant head coach. And I think that kind of says you better perform this year or he won't be assistant for very long. I don't know. I I feel like the enemy
3: has to be good, like it must be a terrible interviewer or something to not get so many head coach jobs or something like that. It's going to be a real show this year from to not have Patrick Mahomes. And that's really going to make or break his chance of becoming a head coach.
2: Yeah. It's going to be so like, how do you leave that system to go be an offense coordinator with the, the um, commanders? Like I get that they have a good wide receiver core there, but they are, Rudderless at the quarterback position at the minute. Like, Fionn, do you know who's going to be starting at quarterback uh, in Washington in the coming season? No,
3: nope. they, sa- they not come out and say it was going to be. Isn't
2: it? Yeah, hell, yeah, but like obviously that's going to change in the off season, Like,
0: that's where they're going to start. And look, I'm I'm happy to let him compete, but I, Rain, I think the, the underlying reason was he doesn't he doesn't get these head coaching jobs. I think he moved to a position where he felt like the offense was. As you said, strong in places, there's one obvious missing piece. But if he can find that, he's got a, a lot of options. And I think in terms of also the running backs and maybe the tight ends, you could argue it's obviously not an elite level tight end, but not a poor tight end either. I think he has enough keys for him to be creative, especially if he gets a quarterback then as well. That'll make things very interesting for him. But I really feel like the thing that drew him the most is, like I said, I wouldn't put Ron Rivera on the hot seat, but I'd say his seat is definitely warm in the preseason. And that's what I don't think Andy Reid's seat is warm. Uh, He probably talked to him. There is the only thing I've heard is that Andy Reid maybe retires, but even that is not actually a very big storyline at the moment. So that's what I read. I think he just took it. Just said, okay, I'm going to take a chance on a team that I think is good. If I manage to land the head coaching role and that there's a, probably a 50% chance that if it starts going downhill, I'll get my shot as being interim head coach and see if I can hold on to it then coming into the next season.
1: Yeah, well, that's I think that's it. He gets his proper shot at, these are my plays now, and we'll see if there's any KC style. He'll probably still, if there's any KC style offense next year, he'll still probably say, I took that with him from KC, took it from Andy Reid, it wasn't his thing at all.
0: That's fine. As a Commanders fan, I felt like sometimes our offense was a bit one-dimensional and it, it was disappointing because like I said to Ryan there, there's talented pieces. Okay, we don't have like top of the league. Terry McLaurin for sure. I think a, a lot of people will put him maybe top 10 wide receivers in the league, top 20 maybe. Uh, but the running backs are nothing special, but they're, they're good. They're fine. They can do more and we should have done more with our offense. I felt it was a little bit of vanilla a little bit one dimensional sometimes, and it'll give him the ability to be creative, at least offer some wrinkles that defenses are gonna have to address or account for. And that can even that alone can change an offense. You don't look at look at the 49ers. They didn't necessarily have the best quarterback talent-wise, but they had a guy who knew what he needed to do, and they had enough talent that when he got them the ball, they did an awful lot of damage.
2: Yeah. Dara, going back to what you said about kind of if he brings the sort of plays that he did uh, with the Chiefs over to the... the commanders he might garner a little bit of criticism. There's a reason that half the league at the moment is running that kind of wide zone running scheme, and that's because a lot of coaches are coming off that Shanahan McVeigh tree, and those are the guys who made it popular. There's a reason they're bringing the plays over, and that's because they worked. So I don't see it as a negative on Bienaimé if he does start throwing in these plays. Uh, I know Sam Hell, I know that he has the athleticism to kind of do what Patrick Mahomes did in that Chiefs offense, whether he has the arm talent and the kind of composure that um, Mahomes had is a different question. <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, like I said, uh, I would encourage enemy to to run some of those plays that he did in KC because we saw they worked when you have the pieces there, they work.
0: And that's what I was saying, Randy. He has just enough talent there that it could, it could also work in Washington. Maybe not to the same extent as Kansas City. I don't, I don't think adding the enemy turns us into a Super Bowl contender, but there's certainly, he's de- he has a decent tight end, decent wide receiver core, decent running backs, and a who knows quarterback. I think that's more than enough to take some of the concepts that the Kansas City Chiefs offense had and apply them to a different situation.
1: Yeah, Uh just looking here. Have you seen the the stuff with the Titans there today? They released really...
0: Taylor
3: Lewan,
1: Taylor Lewan, Robert Woods, uh, Randy Bullock. Zach in a lot of cap space. Have yeah, you, that, did you, that, did you see that? Well. Taylor... Did you see that stuff with Taylor Lewan there a couple of weeks ago? No. No. Um Have you heard of Jeffrey Star? No. Yeah. No. You have, yeah. Makeup artist. Oh, um, oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, sh- She was trying to show off her new boyfriend. But no, Jeffrey used to be a he is no she. And so it was going to be. So they were all going off. So the, all the reports were saying the first gay NFL star going public. and uh, uh, So they were doing like teasers for weeks. And everyone's trying to guess who it was. Everyone thought they were. um, Everyone thought they were detectives. Um, and then uh, eventually it was announced to be Taylor Lewan, but it was only because they were doing a podcast together that that's what they did.
3: Everything <laughs> they
1: were just trolling people for the whole thing. Um, which I found funny because he does that one with who is it? Is it um, who's the guy Boston with the boys podcast? Who's the one that he does it with? Who's his podcast
0: host? Oh, it's uh, Will Compton, I think
1: that's who it is. Yeah, yeah, that's who it is.
0: Former commander's um, linebacker.
1: <laughs> yes. So they were doing a podcast with, with Jeffrey there on that. But yeah, you know, he's a free agent, left tackle, a few injury issues over the last few years. Does any of your teams want to take a punt on him?
3: No, the Giants are
1: one
2: of the best
3: left tackles
2: in the league. Well, I think that, the, yeah, the Giants and the Panthers have just selected a left tackle in their last draft yeah. class in the first round. So I don't think they're going to want to move off from them so quickly, but maybe Fion, I don't know. Like, you've uh, been I think missing you could, that left tackle for a while.
0: You could definitely upgrade it, but I don't know if that's where they're going to spend the money or I don't know if they're needy enough to offer the money that's in, that in the end is going to win his contract, if that makes sense. I wouldn't be against signing them, but I just don't think we're going to out-compete at a reasonable price. Anyone else who's more desperate for a left tackle?
1: And there is a lot of teams best for... <laughs> Oh, we we got probably the the best left tackle in the draft last year in Charles Cross. Cross. So we don't yeah. need. See, everybody everybody
2: live. says that. I say that about Ike Aquanu and fucking Jake says it about their guy too. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. But they moved they moved Evan Evanil to right tackle
1: though, didn't they? Yeah, Did they? It's the right, right tackle now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Andrew Thomas actually stopped. Actually, became quite good, and even though everyone was calling him a Incredible. bust, he actually was like one of the
3: best left tackles in the league. Yeah, actually. he was like PFF second best tackle or something like that. Yeah, it was nobody does it doesn't like Toso, PFF, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll take it when uh, I'll take it when it's my guy
0: saying that the, he's the second best. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but Carl, it's like... Last year, yeah. Cam Curl was like the fourth best safety in the league,
2: and you took, it I'm it's sure, just, just this year. No, I did. Uh, just this year, Brian Burns was ranked the 58th edge rusher in the league, and he made the Pro Bowl the last two years. Pro like The Bowl guy is, is a, dominant. Is a... No, 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 but he had a very, very good season. So he made the, the All-Pro. No, he didn't make All-Pro, but that means he's number one. He's not number 58. That's insane. In no, he's definitely yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair. Numbers <laughs> <laughs> don't lie. Isn't that, isn't that why the
1: Rams offered like two firsts for him or something like that? Exactly. On yeah. the trade deadline. For the bang average
0: edge yeah. <laughs> rusher. And the Panthers, yeah. as a bang average team, turned that down.
2: Yeah, and rightly so.
0: finished third in their division.
2: We're going to go get CJ Strab. Maybe it's going to be our year next year. He falls apart. That definitely <laughs> <fall> is <laughs> Uh no, we'll try yeah. them. definitely. You get... I'd say number three, we'll go to and uh, yeah, get them there. Who's number three? The Cardinals are they number three?
1: I can't yeah, remember. I... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've been actually, and I, I, I get sucked into it there every year is just doing those PFF mock drafts. So I think I know pretty much the first like five picks off by heart because do... it gets to Seattle.
0: Are the Cardinals definitely gonna keep Kyler Murray? Would they not go for CJ Stroud and just say, like, off oh, you go, Kyler, be a awful. pro gamer?
1: They can't move off. They couldn't
0: possibly. You can always
1: contract. 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 The same the same you reason why they, the Broncos move can't move off of Russ. It's a contract.
0: But they could. They just, it would just cost them an absolute fortune. I don't think Kyler Murray is gonna cost them the same amount.
1: Although I did love the meme. It was like uh, the Cardinals saw the game. Jonathan Gannon called against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And was like, that's my new head coach that we want. (laughs)
3: Like leaving two
1: wide receivers wide open in the fourth quarter to score touchdowns in the end zone. Um, On the same play. Yeah, Well, look, on the same play, just switching sides.
0: Uh, the new PlayStation VR 2 is coming out like today or tomorrow so maybe if they buy Kyler that they can slip in some uh, game tape and make him watch it in there and he won't realise that he's actually watching game tape. Does he he
3: he not have a a a homework clause in his uh, contract? Yeah, they took that out but it
0: clearly (laughs) clearly needed to be there because he didn't improve much (laughs) Imagine being told, I don't think you're studying very well and he was like, I am so wait and I prove it to you and then flops (laughs) Flops
1: Uh, Did you uh, I know we Hopkins Hopkins
0: is nothing without PEDs I bet he's been on PEDs for half his career because he was absolutely zero hops in Hopkins when he didn't have his PEDs in his system
1: but that was mental though his no trade clause was voided because he got banned for it this year Yeah. so (laughs) he could have picked where he wanted to go but now the Cardinals can say yeah we're sending you wherever we want yeah
2: send him to. You're Tennessee. off to the Texans again. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> he's going back. He's going back.
1: <laughs> Although with the Miko Ryan stairs, what the he's a defensive guy
2: that he's not going to want to go there. He's not. I'd gonna send go him down, down a, a quarterback.
1: Maybe Bryce Young.
0: I'd send know, him to the Broncos. To Here, have noodle arm throw it to you for the next five years. <laughs> 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 uh.
1: Yeah, well actually you could get Bryce Young because he's a similar height to Kyler Murray, so it's not like you're missing much. Although yeah, I think true. Hopkins and Murray actually grew up to really dislike each other by the end of it anyway. At least that's what it kind of looked like on that uh on that series, the what was it the hard knock series that they were doing mid season. It looked like they I didn't watch that actually. Was that
0: on the NFL was that on game pass? No, Pals?
1: the mid season ones they never put on the NFL game pass. Yeah. You have to Watch it on HBO, or
2: there was no way of watching it on the high
3: seas. You have to sail the high seas. You have to to play for the North Dublin Pirates if you want to watch HBO. Ah,
0: I see, I see, I see. (laughs) Yeah, some of the Pirates are better than the other Pirates. I
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly it. Are you catching on quick, Fiona? I like that. Yeah, I think we're, we're up to about 50 minutes. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up?
3: Uh, Nothing on my
1: brain.
2: Signs, AJ McCarron, XFL. Oh yeah. Did anybody watch the XFL? AJ McCarron is
0: winning MVP.
2: That 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 (laughs) hold on that that game winning drive was unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. He's winning MVP.
0: Paxton Lynch sucks. (laughs) Everyone in professional (laughs) football agrees.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's he's done the whole the whole round now. He's been dropped in every league
0: he probably come to Elf and get dropped as well. Yeah. Three <laughs> plays in, like, they're like, the bench is losing.
3: <laughs> uh, if, he, if he loses out in Elf, I mean, there's something seriously <laughs> wrong. Like, I don't, that's no diss to the players in Elf, but like he actually has some NFL college oh. football experience. Like yeah, it's pure diss. He's to a department. first
2: rounder, for God's sake. He was drafted. Like, Jerry Jones wanted to memory. trade
1: up for him. He wanted him as a cowboy.
2: That was literally That's just of his measurements. Everybody saw six foot seven, two hundred and thirty pounds, or whatever he was. they were like, "Oh my god, we need to have this guy," but he's just been bad. Brock Osweiler, yeah. same again, terrible. His big problem I was he was put his
0: feet underneath the center. <laughs> what
2: the hell? Size so twenty eight U.
0: Even from like the twenty <laughs> yard line, he was getting stepped on.
2: Good for a kitty sneak, stuff. Man, I've never seen someone take
0: on. a shotgun snap and then the center steps on your foot and you fall over. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you got big ass feet.
1: Did you actually no, no? I didn't watch any of the games. I thought, I saw the few pieces, you know, that goes up on social media about like good plays and stuff like that. But did you see like the opening game and then the rock giving his speech? Like we saw all the he was, obviously game, but he. We didn't hear he was giving a speech at the opening game. Um, I can't do whatever team plays in, in the blue, I can't even remember the team's names. But he was wearing one of their jerseys, and it was clear it was one of their game jerseys because it had the elastic sleeves. And because he wasn't wearing pads, it was all frilly and all the way up like this, and it looked absolutely awful. It was like a terrible, like Deb's dress from like must 10 have been a year's minute ago. decision. <laughs> oh. As like, could you not have just gotten a normal T-shirt? Like that is the jersey, like for like a fan jersey. Go, like you own the company, you can buy some merch. It's fine. I'm sure to get off discount. the
2: guns. It's to show off the guns, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The GAA do it all the time now. They have those elasticated sleeves, so is everybody showing off their and the short their shorts? Muscles. Yeah, looking like oh, the pint short
0: basketball shorts. in the '70s. Yeah, or guy anytime. <laughs>
2: yeah. Guys will love themselves.
1: That's Paul Mescal's fault. He he set unrealistic expectations yeah. and wouldn't get GAA shorts. It's yeah. his fault. Yeah. Uh, but look, XFL is what it is. I'll, I like that. I'm not really going to watch it either. It's like we have Seattle's. What they have? Ben DiNucci as their quarterback this year. The former, Josh, the former
0: Gordon. Cow, Eddie, Josh Gordon Cowboys and Josh Gordon.
3: And
1: And a whole
0: load of legal weed, so he's going to be happy. Yeah, and I
1: don't—they're probably not testing either now for that. And then was it the USFL? Uh, It's it's a a league as well.
2: It's It's actually a league. league It's the uh, marijuana's not on the banned list for the XFL, so that's part of the reason why he's playing there. Uh, (laughs) Ah, see. And it is legal over
1: there in Seattle too, so yeah. Look, yeah, look, he has best go. of all worlds there now. Best of all worlds, fair play to him. Um, but yeah, no, I won't be watching it. I, I know, like you kind of need your football fix, but I, I'm not that hard up for a football fix to be watching them. Mm-hmm.
3: At the weekend. Maybe if I had I a condensed actually if I could watch a yeah. condensed version of it, I might pop in now and again to watch one. But
2: yeah.
3: I can't they, dedicate they... another six
2: hours a week on
3: football in the off season. I would be killed. Oh yeah,
2: no. No. no, and it's not very good football most of the time but there are like 15 minute highlight reels from every game that go up on YouTube I watch them all, I think they're class That so, I, I'll watch that
1: then Yeah, I'll watch the YouTube highlights 15 minute ones, I'll watch that that's absolutely fine Um the now story I, it,
0: is if you're a kid and you want to be a professional football player eat your weed and you'll grow up to be <laughs> a professional football player eat
3: your weed <laughs> Famous eat words. That's weed. On a t-shirt. Eat, eat your, weed. your, eat your <laughs> Weedabix.
1: Weedabix. Eat your Weedios. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. Um, that sounds
0: appropriate. Yeah
1: yeah i think so i think that's a perfect spot to end it and um, before we go if you haven't already make sure you're following us on our social channels it is uh, at Undercenterpod pod on twitter the same on instagram uh f- make sure you are subscribed to our youtube channel if you haven't already Undercenter podcast if you're watching this on youtube make sure you've hit that like button um if and of course again Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Comment below if you are watching the XFL and what team you think is going to win it. And um, if you think uh, Fionn's idea for Weedios is a good one, you can offer to invest in his new company. That that can work too. And uh, you who your to us. favorite
0: professional sports junkie is. <laughs>
1: You can also listen to a podcast anytime on their center podcast. It will have all of our previous shows up there too. Remember also as well, we are doing shows, spe- show specific, team specific shows now coming up in the off season. So we'll have some Seahawks, some Commanders, some Panthers, some Giants, maybe some Patriots. Ooh, we'll big ask, big ask. <laughs> no we will we will we'll have some pages stuff. So. but we also are looking for anyone else that supports any of the other teams that are interested in having a show if you think that you could uh host a show about your own football team let us know and we will uh chat with you give you a shot see what you think and if you like it hey you can be part of the under center podcast team it's quite a good team to be part of um, if I do say so myself and I'm not, I've put the other lads on mute, so they can't actually disagree with me there either at the moment. So it's fine. Cow- Cowboys um, fans
2: need not apply.
1: That's all. That. <laughs> we have enough NFC East. We don't need, we, we need to explore, yeah. we need to widen our horizons here a little bit, you know, Eagles. Welcome. Um, Cowboys. No,
3: <laughs> neither. Welcome.
1: Neither. Welcome. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Um, Lads, thank you so much as always for hopping on today.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Been a pleasure.
1: But until next time, stay safe and we'll see you soon. And eat your weeds.